Uh, how is a four-year-old child going to know if they have on Gucci? <laughs> right. You know, right. I'm, I'm serious. No, like, how? Right. And if you're not, and, and if that's something that, that the child desires to have at an age that they are able to understand what it is, mm-hmm. right? At that point, I feel like that or should be a... Or if the mom is driving a Range Rover. Right. Or if the mom is driving a Range Rover, right? Yeah. If your car, if your hind is able to get you from point A to point B, right? Why does it, why does that matter? But it goes back to the poverty mindset. It goes back to you, it, to, to, to the mindset of... People people want people to see them yeah. rather than to even know them, right? right? So if, if I see that you have this kind of car, then my perception of you is that you have money or that you're wealthy. Right. You're listening to the Own Your Keys podcast, where we give you tools to own your keys, not just any keys, your keys to life. We're talking about copreneurship, finances, real estate, business, balance, and all things in between. We have Jay, the executor, and Mink, the visionary. Two different personalities, but one common goal. And together, they're teaching people how to master money, marriage, and magnitude. What's up, what's up, what's up, good people? You are now listening to the Own Your Keys podcast. And I'm your host, Mink, the investor queen. And we got my co-host right here, my husband, Mr. Go Day, a.k.a. Mr. Own Your Keys. What's good, y'all? What's good, everybody? We're so excited to be here another day another dollar. <laughs> you, said it. you said it. Another day, another dollar. So, what are we going to be talking about today, baby? So, today we have a topic that I think so many people... You're handsome. Well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. She got me blushing over here. <laughs> But a topic that I think so many people really need to hear and probably think about and deal with on a daily basis, which is how the child support enforcement system cripples low economic families. Mm, Yeah, that's that's a very that's a strong, strong, strong topic. And the reason why is because it trickles down to so many different things that I don't even think that it's a topic that could be talked about in like one session. Yeah. You know, yeah, because it's it, it it's so it, it's broad, but then again it's it's not, you know? Yeah. And you know, I wanna hone in, you know, I wanna emphasize on the child support enforcement system. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, me being a teen father and me, you know, being on child support I had to have a revelation and realize that it's not really the 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 baby moms and the baby dads that's really the issue here. That's really the system is not designed to build families. Yeah, you're actually right. It's not the systems are not designed to build families, and the system also cripples the families too. When you think about it, because when you think about even being able to get. Um, child support and some of the um, additives of child support um, that, you know, some people may get like, um, you know, food assistance or child care assistance 
our um, insurance assistance, you know, um, those things. I know for a fact that food assistance and like child care systems, there is a limit on the amount of income that, you know, you can make. Right. So that's kind of crippling. And then the way that the child support system is designed, you know, um, which is which is supposed to support the parent and uh i mean i said support the parent well it kind of does support the parent because you know the parent is taking care of the kid but then the way that there are no um resources to build strong families right and it kind of makes you um when you when you think about both of us you know being on uh two different sides of this sitting there in court you know, and listening to judges whenever there are men that are doing what they're supposed to do. And sometimes they need, um, they need some type of help. There's no resources there for the men. There's no resources for the women. And then the way that they do it is they make them feud. Right. You know? Right. And even more so, you know, I want to like, you know, just kind of like, think about this, you know, go on this with me. Being 15 years old, having a child, you were 14, okay? 14. 14 years old, having a child. And then, fast forward four years after that, you know, technically, technically in the eyes of the law, you were an adult at that mm-hmm. point. So just say, you know, I wasn't 18 when I got put on court order child support, you know, through child support enforcement. But just say hypothetically, you're 18 years old, uh-huh. you're court ordered to pay child support. Mm-hmm. You have had not, you have you may have came from a background to where you have not even had actual parenting for yourself. So mm-hmm. not only are you in a system to where you're court ordered to pay child support and you may not even be you may not even have the means to even support yourself, but now you don't even have the means to have to be a functioning parent as well. So right. the, the court system is not actually teaching both sides how to co-parent together. They're just obligating you to provide financial assistance Mm -hmm. and as you should as you should Mm -hmm. as you should but then where's the resource to be to make sure that the family is actually there to parent the child and that's what that's what the court system lacks the court system puts an emphasis on financial support but we all know that to really raise a child, it takes a lot more than financial support that yeah that's only a fraction of it i don't even think the financial support is even half of what it takes to um to support a child. But then that goes back to the family dynamics too because just think about like you said, um you know, you're 18 having a child and you know, you don't even have the you don't you don't even have the foundation to even be able to be a parent. Mm-hmm. But then you you know just think about the way that you even had the child that may have not even been a way that you were even being responsible you see what i'm saying but then that can go back to so many different things too that can go back to the family dynamic if you didn't have parents to teach you um the wrong or right thing to do because i mean yeah it could have been that you you know were just doing what you were doing but then there are situations like for instance your situation actually where you were you know Taking precautions. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, with that being said, you know, just thinking about that, not having been taught those things, then the child coming here, and then you're like, wait, whoa. And then, to even kind of flip the script on what you're saying, you know, I had a, I had a um, experience with child support enforcement from my father. Yeah. Because I knew... I knew the things that was going through, you know, that they were going through when mm-hmm. it came to child support. Him, you know, owing back child support, him being in arrears, owing 
a whole bunch of money, you know, mm-hmm. going from job to job, not working, whatever, you know, the whole situation. Mm-hmm. So, I I immediately, as a teenage boy, you know, going into parenthood, had a fear of child support of the child support enforcement system yeah. that I actually knew nothing about. All I knew was this was something that was horrible. This was something that you don't want to be a part of. This was something that you didn't want to happen. Yeah. So, even the way that I moved, you know, trying to co-parent with the other parent, you know, when I had my child, it was a, a lot of it was a, a reaction of not wanting to be put in the child support enforcement system. <laughs> so it's like yeah. even if I did certain things that I didn't actually agree with, or that wasn't mm-hmm. even part of what I what I actually you know your core value, my core value. Mm-hmm. The whole, I, I, the whole objective was to not get put on child support. We need to be as cordial as possible, so we don't have to go into the child support enforcement system. But that is a, a scare tactic that the system has put on low economic families to make them believe that, for one, the custodial parent you need to be dependent upon this system, mm-hmm. and the non-custodial parent you have to perform a certain way because if not, this is this system is going to take control of your life. Yeah. And I know, like, from my own personal situation, I didn't even want child support. I was like, look, my my daughter loves you so much. All she wants to do is spend time with you. Cut the child support. Cut that. Don't even need it, you know? And I think that a lot of times um, there are situations where where the monetary aspect of it is not needed. But because there are unfinished feelings or because there's anger, anger and, you know... Um, a lot of chaos, it causes you to use the monetary aspect as leverage. It causes right. you to use it as a pawn. And then, of course, because the other parent may know that, not that they are trying to get out of their financial obligations, but because they know that, you know, you're using this system to hurt me, it causes chaos. And then a lot of times, the children are not a lot of times... A hundred percent of the time, the children are put in in between it. And I can say that from a personal standpoint, you know, not that you are telling the child or uh, demeaning the parent to the child, but it does become an issue because if this child just wants to be with that parent or something like that, as a parent, you can get upset because you're like, this man don't even die. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, and then then, you know, you're putting your your feelings upon this child and that happens a lot just because of this just because of this system which tears the family apart exactly you know the child has no the child has no real uh inkling of what what's actually going on with the with the finances or the child yeah and they can care less and they can care less but the courts have done such a great job and the enforcement system has done such a great job of making the the child support obligation the the the, the basis of the relationship between the it's custodian 100% of what it and is. It's nothing else parent. here. Right. It's so, nothing else. So that 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 immediately takes both parent both parents from being um effective co-parents yeah. out of the equation to where they're not even actually being able to raise the child and the people that work for the, for the system too because just remember the day that we were in the car and I was trying to take that person off of you know child support so that they would be able to you know get themselves into a position where they can take care of their other kids because you know like we had told came to the agreement that we didn't need the money right. you know um and so 
you know, the people that are the workers, you know, I remember being like, oh, no, I don't need it. You know, I just want to help them. And they're like, well, if they don't take care of their child, why are you trying to help them? And I'm just like, ma'am, you know, I just like, I don't even have those kind of feelings, you know, like to where I'm angry or mad or where that is the basis of it. Because, you know, for me, it's just like, why am I doing this? You know, why? But that's the method of training. Exactly. That's the method of training for the system to make sure that they're gatekeepers. They're the yeah. one. They're they are on the front line to make sure that we keep this system going in a certain in a certain aspect. You know, the Office of Child Support Enforcement actually authorized enforcement methods that can be used to collect child support, including taking sixty five percent of the of basically non custodial uh, uh, parents' wages. And the thing about it is that this intercepts they intercept tax returns. You know, putting liens on the parents' assets if they have any, suspending the driver's license, denying professional licenses. So. What, what what does this actually do? You know, if you if if this is the point of recourse or repercussion mm-hmm. for, you know, unpaid child support, how does that act actually put the non custodial parent or the custodial parent in a position to to be effective for the child? Yeah, you're right. It actually doesn't. But then you have those situations to where the where the court system is needed. You know, so it's a it's a situ. It's it. That's why I was saying it's so broad because you do have those situations. Because even personally with you, one of your situations, you're like, I'm definitely just gonna do whatever the court tell me to do because I don't even want to deal with it because right. there was no there was no medium there to be able to co-parent, right? right? But I think that I I think that what helps the situation is whenever the co-parenting is the beginning result. Exactly. That's, yes. And that's my point. You know, like you said, you are going to have those situations to where mediation is necessary. Yeah. So we're not negating that mediation may not be necessary because if you're coming from, if it's, if it's two parents that may not have, may have unfinished feelings or yeah. one or, or whatever the case may be. Right. Mediation may be necessary, but where the courts have, have actually structured a system that, that, that is non-functional mm-hmm. is because, they leave the co-parenting strategy totally out of the equation. Yeah. And like you said, that should have that should be something that that starts with it. If you're going to court order child support, we should have court order co-parenting yeah. counseling yeah. or whatever, you know, but to be able to effectively make sure that you're actively working together as as a as a unit to mm-hmm. raise the child, not just support them financially because we know that that doesn't equate parenting. Yeah. And and we, we And it doesn't, yeah. Right. You know, because we go back, you know, from statistics from the last census of uh, 10 years ago, 16% of households were in blended families. Yeah. Now, we know those numbers are going to be increased, yeah. you know, in the new census, but just think about it. If 10 years ago, 60, 16% of families... Oh, can I interject real quick? And guys, you know, that is something a lot of people do not like to complete the census, right? They don't. And, and, and it goes back to just like voting, you know, people being uninformed. But the census is is a system that is used to help with resources in your area and if and in and, and it's that's the truth you know but a lot of people they don't like to do it because they're like oh these people are trying to get in my business and things like that but it really does help you locally it helps them whenever they're trying to you know provide certain resources within your area so whenever there are senses please out please you know um 
complete them because they only come out, I think, every four, how many years does the census come out? Every 10 years. Yeah, okay, well, look, I totally was wrong. Every 10 years, you know. So, and even like this, with even getting ratios and, and, and data like this, which is so important, right? It's, 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 it's because... I was think, trying to think about what I was saying, but whenever you have this kind of data with, you know, knowing about blended families and things like this, this is actually used, again, I'm going to say this, to help us with other resources, you know? Definitely, you know, and the more and more, you know, as I grew and I used, and I thought about, you know, I was bitter at one point. I was upset that I was on, that I was on, on court order child support. Because I didn't feel like it was necessary to to have to go through the court. Why system. didn't you feel like it was necessary? Because I because I never was I never was one to that I wasn't going to agree to financially support my child. Right. So I didn't really feel like for me that it was necessary to be to to have to utilize the court system to to. Well, to you do were that. put you were put on child support out of spite. So that's a that's a different that's a different type of situation. But that is why. But that's why the, that's why that's that's why that system. The system is ineffective yeah, because if it yeah. was an, if it was an effective system, we then, re, then yeah. regardless of how one parent may feel or if whatever the situation may be, right, it wouldn't be able to go in that in that manner, right. You know? So you know the 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 laws of child support enforcement it really equates to social injustice. Yeah, you know like, it does. You know mandatory that the custodial parent even even when you're dealing with with Medicaid mm-hmm. is is if if a if a custodial parent wants Medicaid for the child. They, they, they. It ha- it's in place that you have to put the the non custodial yep, parent on child support. That's the reason. That's that was the reason why uh, that 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 actually happened was because we weren't we weren't. Um, I don't know the. It's, it was court order, but it was court order through the attorneys. So with the Medicaid thing, when that came into play, that is how that you know the court um system happened with my situation, and it's. And it's really crazy. And this is something that I think Medicaid is not a hard, is not bad at all. But, you know, with doing that, it does, because even to be on Medicaid, you have to still fall within a certain income bracket. Right. You know, so then it does go back to the thing that we just said in the beginning of the podcast. It's like, how does this system help us to grow? You know, how does this system help us to reach the places that we desire? Like, how does this, how does these systems help us to, to build generational wealth together for our kids? Because you, because this is the thing, two is always better than one, right? right. So if you, so if you're, so, so if you and the, the, if you and the other parent can come together, or even if they're married, right, if y'all can come together and make a plan for this child's life. Right, that is not dependent upon you know, because we're not talking about um celebrities type of money, right? We're not right. talking about millions and millions of dollars here, right? I'm saying if we're talking about just you know people that are that are middle class, lower class, you know, even well, even with them, it's yeah, extreme. It's extreme. It's extreme. The st- yeah. statistics say California, Texas, and New York have the highest numbers of of unpaid uh, child support balances. Which rank in the billions, yep. Because of because of uh, the high uh, celebrity statuses in those in those sit in those cities, those states. I mean, and what that tells you is that the, these laws are extreme because we know for a fact it don't take millions of dollars to support. But the a celebrities child. do feel like they want their kids to live the same kind of life that the parent lives, and and and, and for me that goes back to. 
the 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 person that if the the custodial parent or the domiciliary mm-hmm. parent that goes back to their mindset and what they personally want because right. the child could care if if a how is a four year old child gonna know if they have on Gucci, right? You know, right. I'm I'm serious. No, like how? Right. And if you're not, and and if that's something that that the child desires to have at an age that they are able to understand what it is, mm-hmm. right? At that point. I feel like that or should be a. Or if the mom is driving a Range Rover. Right. Or if the mom is driving a Range Rover, right? Yeah. If your car, if your hind is able to get you from point A to point B, right? Why does it? Why does that matter? But it goes back to the poverty mindset. It goes back to you. It to 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 the mindset of people. People want people to see them. Yeah. Rather than to even know them. Right. Right. So if if I see that you have this kind of car, then my perception of you. Is that you have money or that you're wealthy? Right, and we know that even if, because because what it was what has happened is that now child support has became a salary. Yeah, you know, especially in the celebrity community, that's a salary. Some you mm-hmm. know you have you have non custodial parents getting you know two fifty two hundred fifty thousand dollars a month, which is more than most people make in a year, two years. Mm-hmm. So this is this is salaries for them. So mm-hmm. even if that's the case that. We want to make sure they want to make sure that their child has the same lifestyle that the that the breadwinner has, regardless if they're together or not. But it goes back to the flaw in the system because there will be another approach that could be put in place to make sure that they are still afforded the same type of lifestyle, regardless if they're in the home or not, without having to pay, you know, uh, a six figure salary a month in in child support, you know, and just like you said. It goes back to the poverty mindset because just because that non-custodial parent is getting that money, that does not mean that's going to equate that you're going to have, provide that same lifestyle for the child. Right. It does. You know, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a very hard hard situation. You know, it's slavery. Um, yeah, it, it is. is. It's slavery. It, it, it is. It is a it is a form of modern day slavery. And again, you know, you and know. you have the parents that will that once that child reach eighteen, two years before they have another child. You yeah, know, just to make sure. And y'all probably y'all may think that this is crazy, and y'all are like, "Yeah, right." But no, people really, people really do these things. Um, people really do these things for you know for financial assistance and food assistance, and seriously, like you know, that, that'll have another child just because, you know, they want that extra, however amount amount that it is to get food assistance, but that amount, they're actually going to sell that so that they can use that for income. Right. And just ever just what you just said, babe, like, and, and I really want you guys to like, think about this is like, these, these are the, the effects of the, of the policies of the enforcement system is keeping the low economic families Basically, in, in in social bonds, they can't even accumulate assets or wealth, you know. So, especially if you have an arrearage, especially like in situations where you know, um, there's medical care and things like that. So you're not technically in arrearage because you didn't pay, but you are in arrearage because they've added a medical expense, expense to your to your payment, and now right. you know, and now you have to have back pay because this is a real true thing this is this is it's called an extraordinary expense if they add an extraordinary expense and you don't pay it in full it's going to be added as an arrearage and then it, then that affects the your credit 
which sure affects does. your ability to uh, obtain assets, which could be a home, which could be real estate, which you know, whatever. Your driver's license is taken away, and it and just think about that, guys. If your driver's license is taken away, right, even for a hundred dollar payment, just think about like you know, some sometimes, and this is the truth, because some people may say, well, why don't they just go to court and things like that? But but I don't know if you guys know, but I don't even like sitting in court because in child support court, you sit there, you have to be there at seven o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning, and sometimes you don't leave until the court is closed that's a full that's a full day of work that you're missing but just think about this some it, it is a it is a responsible thing because you know that you have this to do so if you're saying well you know just go ahead on and just you know take off of work and do what you need to do but sometimes you have the parents that are submitting these moder um moderations you know uh twice a year and if you're and if you're if and if they feel like the dad is making more money or they move to another job they're submitting it and they can do this they can they they can do this and then you have to go to court again and if yes. you if, if you don't if you've never been in this situation you can't really speak on and say well i would just go to court because if you've never been in this situation you can't really say that because it is it is the most aggravating thing to have to sit in court every six months well see she said something really important you know because we know that child support is is on a sliding scale the more money that the non-custodial parent makes the more their obligation can be increased so with that being said is you typically fall into a situation to where the non-custodial parent still has to provide still has to maintain a life for themselves they still have to be able to work now, what this does is this further removes them from the child it because does. now, even if even with visitation, because I can remember, you know, my my kids being with me on the weekend, and you but I cannot spend work. time yep. with them because I am at work. I am at work all day. Yeah, and that is a that is a situation that is a circumstance for so many fathers, so many non custodial parents that when they they have to support this child support obligation as well as support themselves. Because if you only have 40, 35% of your income that you are able to live off of, because that's the truth, that's really the obligation. If you, if you if you have to live off of 35% of your income to supplement the rest of it, you have to get a, another job. Because if yeah. you make more money, they're going to take more money. So it kind of goes back to safe sex practices. It does. You know... I mean, hey, that's the truth. It has yeah. to go back to that. You know, it has to go back to really knowing a person is knowing the per knowing this person, knowing their background. Is this if if you're in the mindset of when it when it feels too good that you don't want to take the responsibility of doing the thing that you need to do to make sure that you don't have a kid, then think about think about is do I really want this as my baby mom? Because if you think about, I know it may be feeling very very good, but if you could just think about that at that moment, I'm telling you, I guarantee you. You, you 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 will do the thing to protect yourself. Yeah. You will do the thing to just pull it out. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's true. But then you still have, you know, you have those, do you have those circumstances as well as couples have been married and been together yeah, for, that's for true. That's a long idea. period of time. And, you know, the marriage didn't work and now they have a child and they're not together. So, Our you know. Situations where the, where the people weren't together for a very long time and y'all were using protection or you know i've heard situations to where they're like you know um 
you know, them and the, they thought the woman was on birth control, you know, yeah. you know. And, and so like, you know, like we said, there's, there's multiple scenarios on how the child can get here yeah. or what you, or what the parents could have done. But the overall, the overall point of this is, is that the current child support en- enforcement system, y'all, is social bondage. For, is that for, the key? That is. What's the key? <laughs> that's the key. The key is, is that the child support enforcement system is social bondage and is designed to keep the non the I mean the custodial parent dependent upon the system and the non-custodial parent in bondage. It is not designed for you to grow. It is not designed for you to be to uh, build generational wealth or accumulate assets. So we have taken a stance to be to really to really push this message because this can be done without the courts, without child support enforcement. I'm not talking about mediation. I'm talking about child support enforcement. We are we are talking about being able to develop something, being able to develop assets that's going to pay support your child financially and not just do that, but leave a legacy. Leave a legacy for your child, eliminating eliminating child support enforcement because we got to take our families back. We have to input community uh, co-parenting strategies and not continue to let the child support enforcement system break up our families, regardless if you're together or not. It's still we we still have an obligation to make sure that we're supporting our children healthy healthily and in order. So I think that was so good. I think that was great. You guys, we're gonna wrap this thing up. Thank you guys for listening up to the On Your Keys podcast today. I messed up my little outro, but you guys know it's it's all love. Um make sure that you guys get next week. You guys, make sure that you go to the website, www.onyourkeys.com. Make sure you get the Emotionally Together, financial, I mean, Emotionally Together and Financially Apart book. It will be up. This is for people that are in relationship. If you're thinking about getting in a relationship, it's a deep, it's a deep dive into really coming together, being emotionally together, but being financially apart, how to bridge that gap, how to have those tough conversations about your finances, how to migrate through those tough conversations about your finances and how to come to a happy medium so that you can reach your financial goals together. It's been real. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram at On Your Keys. Make sure that you follow my Instagram, Mink Simone, RJ at jgoday underscore and always love. Anybody can create wealth regardless of the size of your of your paycheck. We're going to always stamp that. And love those babies, hug those babies, and always remember in everything you do, don't 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 just build a legacy, but make sure you are leaving the legacy.